What's shaking? Hey, I'm Rick Jordan, and today we're going all in. I'm pumped because I saw something on Instagram the other day, and some of these things get me thinking. And as we go, start writing this down in names of people that you can share this with, at least three people, because someone you know is going to need this today. This is meant to be uplifting, inspirational, just to help you get past wherever you're at right now. And I can't wait to see what happens in your life and in the lives of those that you know and share this with. So Charlie Chaplin, right? Uh, if you don't know who he is, look him up, but he's a, he was just a funny, funny guy, right? One of the most original comedians that I have ever seen and really that ever existed. And the guy was just amazing, right? He was an entertainer, but he was also this like philosopher, right? And, and people who entertain, man, they got some deep minds, and I'm sure you've seen this in some individuals. I mean, it's like, I think it's like Snoop Dogg has like a PhD or something like that. You know, I, I saw him on a, or at least he acts like it. I saw him on the, the Tonight Show a while back. And, you know, it's very different from the lyrics that he has in his songs is the way that he actually talks in real life. The guy is just a super smart businessman. I mean, amazingly brilliant it's incredible. And you, you wonder why he's lasted as long as he has is because he knows how to do these things. And he's really freaking intelligent. You know, that's the same across a lot of people like Shaq, right? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, one of the greatest basketball players ever couldn't make a free throw to save his life, but he didn't make all of his money. I mean, he made a lot of money, but not all of it from playing in the NBA. He like 10, 15 X his money and became a billionaire from real estate after he got out of the league, after he stopped playing ball. You know, so a lot of these guys that you see, right, they're just really, really deep intellectually. And Charlie Chaplin was one of the same ones as an entertainer. So I'm going to give you four, four things that he said today that, that'll make you think that'll actually probably pull you out of where you're at and help you move forward and take whatever that next step is for you today. Because in order for tomorrow to look different, you have to do something different today. One of the things that he said, I think this was in his last speech ever, was nothing is forever, not even your troubles. Nothing is forever, not even your troubles. That's powerful, isn't it? Because I know that when you're sitting in like your own crap, it might even be something that you created yourself. When you're sitting there, something's happening around you. It's so easy to like fold in on yourself or go into a hole or stay in bed. But the thing is, is that nothing lasts that way. And th he was talking about, you know, if you take the first half of that, that even means like good stuff, right? And I've noticed this in, in my life too, is that things have seasons. You know, even the good things have seasons. You're flying high, you're riding high. And, and this one thing happens, right? It's people that build companies. They're, they're never there forever, right? They always pass the torch. People that uh, are, play sports, right? They have a certain time length on their career. Musicians, typically don't stay around forever, at least in the spotlights, right? And when you're working a job, it's like, it, it's not like it was when you would work a job for 40 years and retire. That's typically not how it is now. Everything, even good in life has a season, even relationships, even if relationships last, last 50 years, a marriage lasts 50 years, it still goes through these seasons to where it changes and morphs and hopefully grows or it goes away because nothing lasts forever in this world, not even your troubles. 
That last part I want you to anchor on to today because even your troubles do not last forever. Whatever you're going through right now, you have an opportunity to shift as long as you make a choice today. If you're looking at yourself six months from now, looking back on today, and all that time in between, where are you six months? Where do you want to be six months from now? What could be different for you six months from today if you made a choice now? Because nothing is forever in this world, not even your troubles. Another thing that he said was, I love walking in the rain because nobody can see my tears. That's interesting, isn't it? I I try to visualize this one. So do this with me. Close your eyes and visualize this one. Think about being so sad, right? And you've you've got tears dripping down your face. There's been times in my life I can think of where this has happened. And yet you don't want anybody to see you, right? You don't want anybody to see you in this vulnerable state, except maybe those who you really, really, really trust, your inner circle. Because it's tough to be this vulnerable and see, allow people to see you at your your most broken. But yet at the same time, one of the healthiest things when you're in those moments is to actually be around other people. Is to actually be around people that could lift you up or become or, or put yourself back into things in life. Of course, you need to grieve. Of course, you need to feel your emotions. But getting back around people is something that is essential because we're made to be around people. I'm not talking about extrovert, extrovert. It's like if we were not meant to be around people, everybody should be living on a farm by themselves with the coyotes. Nobody else. Some ducks swimming around. Some people do that. That's cool. Not a lot. Most of us were meant to be around other people and to help other people and to serve other people and interact and and trade and and commerce with and, and, and love other people. So in those lowest moments, I see Charlie even just getting up and still getting around other people, going outside in the rain, changing his environment when he's crying. So that he knows, just like the first one, that even his troubles will not last forever because he can literally shift his perspective in an instant and get back out around people where he's actually more safe. Isn't that interesting? That's how I see this when I close my eyes. I love walking in the rain because nobody can see my tears. Another one, and I absolutely love this third one, is... The most lost day in life is the day we don't laugh. The most lost day in life is the day we don't laugh. That's powerful. I went through this thing uh, a couple years ago where I actually did stand up on Broadway at Caroline's. Yep, right right in the middle of New York. It was a phenomenal experience. And I went through coaching to do this from a Las Vegas headliner, Matt Kazam, an amazing friend of mine. And during this process too, I mean, it wasn't like we were just trying to write jokes and, and just go for these cheap laughs, these cheap giggles from people. He actually dove into my life. And the entire perspective that he shifted around me was not about like things like around you are funny. It's actually the stuff that's happened to you is funny. Things like getting fired from a job or my dad passing. I mean, you can think, how are those funny? But there's humor even in those moments. There's humor in everything that you can see because you can still move past it. 
There's humor in every aspect of your life. Not the really deep, dark stuff that I'm talking about, but stuff that's surrounding that deep, dark stuff. You can still laugh on those days because there's still people around you that care. There's still life happening around you. Things don't stop, even though they might feel like it. The only day that you are completely lost is the day that you don't laugh. This has been proven by science over and over and over again, how it boosts all these levels in your brain, dopamine, just by laughing. If you're around somebody where you can't laugh, that's not the person to be around. If you're in a job where you can't laugh and have fun, that's not the job for you. If you started a business where it just sucks all the time and you can't laugh, that's a problem. And especially if you can't laugh at yourself. You have to get around people that can teach you how to do that. Then you'll truly find yourself and then you will be able to move forward. Lastly, number four is the six best doctors in the world are sun, rest, exercise, diet, self-respect, and friends. Stick to them all at all stages in your life to enjoy a healthy life. The six best doctors in the world are sun, rest, exercise, diet, self-respect, and friends. I talk about sun all the time. This is changing your environment. Don't you just feel something when you step out in the warmth? Especially if you've been in the office all day or at a job all day working the line or whatever. When you step out into the sun, just into the the outside, it's a different environment. That's what it is. And something happens inside of you. Rest is another one. I'm learning this still. Because like every entrepreneur, I push and push and push and push. I barely rest. But when I do, I start to learn. It's like, man, I should incorporate this more because I feel now that when I rest consistently, I can actually be more productive than skipping those times and thinking that I'm being able to do more. Exercise, a part of my my regiment every single week, three to four times a week. It has been for the last seven years. That's how I look like I do. And even more so, that's why I feel the way that I do. Because it starts me off in the morning. It gets blood flowing. I can think better. I can, I can last longer. I can move through life at a better pace. I can enjoy it. Diet. You ever feel sluggish when you eat like a big bowl of pasta or when you eat too much sugar day after day? I'm not talking about having a cheat meal or something like that. Lord knows I still eat a cookie. I still eat brownies. I still eat stuff that is bad for you but not all the time. Most of the time, I'm very, very strict on what I put in my body because the two things that you can typically control, no matter who you are, is what you put in your mouth and the amount of activity that you have. Those are the two things that almost everybody can control. There's no reason, there's no reason to be fat because you can control those things. It's actually a choice. Self-respect. That actually comes back to even the food thing, doesn't it? Because you're disrespecting yourself if you keep stuffing yourself full of crap. If you're putting yourself around people you shouldn't be around. If you're doing things you know that are not good for you. If you're in a job that you shouldn't be at that's just draining you. 
Respect yourself. If you're holding yourself back from somebody because of whatever self-limiting belief that you have, you're disrespecting yourself. Jump all in. And then friends is the last one. I don't have many, personally, that I can call good friends. And that's because you start to go through these periods, you need to listen to a previous episode about when I talked about your circle and how your circle tends to cycle. I feel like I'm in one of those cycles right now. There's a few friends that have lasted. But friends will come and go. But enjoy them while they're there. Enjoy them while they're there. And when they grow in a different direction or you grow faster than they do, that's okay. And they can cycle out because different groups of people, different friends will come around you. But going it alone, being that lone wolf, God, I hate it when people take pride in saying that I'm a lone wolf. That's ridiculous. That's disrespecting yourself by saying that. You're meant to achieve things with others in life. You will go further with others in life. You will go higher and faster with others in life. Now it's time. Now it's time to go all in.